I will say that one thing that I kind of thought, um, and maybe it's like a common misconception with most people who don't know much about therapy, I kind of thought that, you know, I would go to therapy and, you know, therapy would change me. Like, I would come out, you know, a brand new person. I'll be out here just really, just a, a new person. I don't know why I had this really more idealistic view of what therapy would do for me, but I did. And I realized that, like, therapy does not change you. Hi everyone, welcome to Miscellaneous Thoughts, the podcast where we talk about religion, politics, and all that jazz. And in this week's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about therapy. Y'all, y'all know I'm a whole entire therapy fanatic, so like, I'm a little bit excited for this episode. Um, But yeah, so a little bit of a mini disclaimer before we begin. I will be speaking mostly from the perspective of a client, um, a client in therapy, I, this is like my third therapist. Um, I had two counselors from my college and then I had, I, I started seeing a therapist, um, with my insurance. I'm going to talk a little bit more about kind of how I found a therapist and that whole process. Cause it was a, kind of like a little bit of a lot, but yeah. So I'm talking about my experience as a client, which means that, you know, my experience is my experience is very subjective if you do decide to go on to go into um, therapy or um, consider therapy after listening to this episode, please know that results may vary. You know, I am not a licensed mental health professional. I am a graduate student studying mental health counseling. So take everything I say with a grain of salt or maybe a pinch of salt because I kind of know a little bit of something. I know, I know a little something, something. But like, just, you know, please, I am not giving advice on this podcast. I am not giving advice on this episode, so just be mindful, be aware, don't sue me. Thank you very much. All right, let's get into this episode. So one of the biggest concerns I've been hearing voiced when therapy comes up is, well, um, I can't afford therapy or maybe, you know, I don't have access to therapy and accessibility and and affordability are important things to consider. So it's, they're valid. Absolutely valid. Um, you know, I live in New York City, aka the great city in the world, um, so things are a bit different. Finding a therapist isn't as hard as it might be to find um, in a more remote area. Um, so if you do kind of live in a, in, a, um, in a place that's a little bit further away from civilization, you might have to consider doing therapy remotely. Um, we are still in a pandemic, and um, there are still a, place, a lot of places that offer telehealth therapy via online platforms, so that's one thing to consider. Okay, I'm going to talk about accessibility and affordability in a more bro- broader way, but first, let me talk about how I found my therapist. So, I found my current therapist through my insurance, and I know some people don't have insurance. And listen, li- listen, if, if it was up to me, y'all, healthcare would be free. I really feel as though people should not be out here paying for healthcare, but, you know, I don't want to get too political here. We're not going to get too political in this episode. So if you don't have insurance, there are also other options. I know that when I was looking for a service provider, there were places that offered um, therapy on a sliding scale. And so they, the sliding scale would be based on your income and what you could afford. So if you're, you know, if you're, if you're like, you know, working... Um, minimum for minimum wage, and you can't afford to pay like $25 per session, 
they would probably have you pay maybe $10, $15 per session. So there are options to, you know, pay for low, for lower cost um, services that don't really, that don't um, have you sacrificing quality. You can get quality, low cost services. Um, currently I pay, and I don't really, I don't really mind sharing how much I pay because it's whatever, but I pay $15 per session out of pocket. And I think the insurance covers the rest. And that's not a lot. Like, I mean, would I rather be paying nothing? Absolutely. But, you know, um, it's it's not terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat satisfied with, with how much I'm paying. And I'm pretty much like my therapist. She's pretty chill. So, yeah, like I said, there are sliding scales available. Um, It took me a while to find my therapist, if I'm going to be honest. It was a little bit of a process, a little bit of a... A little bit, I don't want to say hassle, but it definitely wasn't super easy. I started counseling, um, like my first encounter with, with therapy or counseling was in, was through my college counseling center. So, I mean, if you are like currently in college, I'm like 99% sure that your school has like a mental health center. So definitely check it out. It should be free. You should be able to get free services, free group therapy, free individual therapy. So Definitely, definitely utilize web services are available to you. Um, but it took me a while to find a place that took my insurance and then to find a provider that was accepting new clients. I've heard people say that when they do finally get a, get a therapist, they realize, realize within the first few sessions that they don't like their ther- therapist. And therapists are human beings. Um, they have character flaws. So it's possible that maybe you and your therapist probably just won't vibe. And if that's the case, then you just have to find another one. I do think like you should kind of give things some time to really settle down a bit. Cause I mean, meeting a new person in general, is just very like, it can be very, a very anxiety provoking experience. And so it can be even harder when you're trying to, to divulge information to someone you don't know. So just give a little bit of time. Um, maybe things, maybe you might have a first bad impression, but you know, you're not obligated to stay with a therapist. Um, and if, you know, you do kind of feel as though things aren't going to work, then yeah, definitely find a new therapist. I do. And and if you do want to find a new therapist, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but like, I'm trying to tell you what to do. At least give your old therapist a little bit of a memo, a little bit of a notice, like, hey, I'm leaving an email, a text, a call, whatever. Like, I'm switching providers. I'm switching therapists because you want to tell them why. I mean, I mean, maybe you could tell them why. I don't know. But not letting your old therapist know what's going on is not cool okay so i'm gonna kind of i'm gonna flip over to the others um a growing pet peeve of mine and i've kind of been seeing it with like my friends who have clients whatever like is when clients just don't show up for sessions like i could imagine how much of an inconvenience it could be when your client just doesn't show up like i'm sure things come up but at the very least just send a little text message a little bit a little bit of an email whatever you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe the sky is falling. Just let, let their therapist know what's going on with you instead of just, like, not coming to sessions. And so, at the very least, if we do decide to kind of switch therapists, let your old therapist know what's going on. Just, like, put, put them into the loop, you know. Fill them fill them in, in the loop. Fill them, fill, okay, why can't, I, why can't I not speak? <laughs> let them know what's going on, at the very least. Another thing, I guess, more so in regards to, um, accessibility is time people say i don't have the time the time for therapy 
But I think mental health is important. And I, I think that like you shouldn't have to wait on, until you um, experience a major traumatic event in your life to be like, okay, you know what? I need therapy. You know, like this is kind of, I think therapy should be used as a preventative method of wellness. Does that kind of make sense? Like if you, like you don't, you shouldn't wait until you have cancer to go to the doctor. You know, you should do like your, your um yearly checkups, whatever, six months is a year. I don't know. However often you should be going to the doctor or a dentist. Like, I feel like ment- I feel like therapy is like, is like a mental health checkup. And so, you know, I think that it's important to invest in your mental health right now. People are out here literally just losing their minds because they're stressed out. They're overwhelmed. They're anxious. And I think like, you got to kind of know what's important to you. If your mental health is important to you, then you got to make time for your mental health gotta make time for therapy I think that like I mean I see my therapist once a week I feel like that's pretty good for me I know some people see their therapist multiple times a week some people see a therapist every other week um I would say that if you're trying to kind of try out therapy just for a little bit that you probably should just try seeing your therapist once a week in the beginning maybe from there on maybe things can kind of you know you can see them more frequently or less frequently consistency is important especially in the beginning and you know there are facilities and clinics that take clients on the weekends or even during late out late evening hours um so unless you work like 24 hours every day I think you should be able to at least fit in a 45 minute session um once a week um I think most sessions most sessions run from 45 minutes to an hour I think that's kind of standard you know range of time per session um so that's it's really not too bad when you think about it like 45 minutes per session it's not it goes by really fast like surprisingly fast so before we end this episode i want to talk a little bit about my experience in therapy and kind of what i've learned and you know i want to try to kind of convert you guys i want to make sure you guys are all believers of therapy by the end of this podcast episode hopefully but I started therapy because I was really stressed out about my classes. And I think for many college students who are seeking counseling services um, on their campus, trying to find a way to deal with the stress and anxiety of, of um, managing classes with work is a very common reason for, for um, seeking counseling. So I'm sure I'm probably one of many students who have probably, you know, seeked mental health services because of stress or just being very anxious. Um, and for me, I've just been, I feel like I've always been very anxious, especially in regards to like my academic success. Like I've just always been very, like very in my head about everything. I think I'm actually getting better. So I'm really proud of myself, little pat on the back, pat, pat, but you know, it still is kind of like a bit of a source of anxiety for me. Um, I think, and maybe I'll make a bit of an episode on the pressures of being, you know, quote unquote, the gifted student or being the smart one. And kind of how um, the, the type of unnecessary stress it places on kids when they're labeled labeled with these type of terms um, uh, growing up. But at first, I was a little bit certain, uncertain about whether or not I wanted to really do therapy. I don't, I'm not sure if at that time I was actually, I'd even taken a psychology class. I know I started off um, wanting to do pre-med. On, on the pre-med track, I wanted to major in biology took a biology class and I barely passed I got a C and I was just so proud of myself like and if you know me like I just have 
unrealistically high standards for myself. So a C was just would be terrible in my terrible in my book. But like I just thought I failed. And so when I saw a C, like I was just like, God, there is a God. There there is definitely a God because there there is no way I did so bad in the labs. I did so bad in the actual lecture. I don't know how I got a C in that class. That's listen prayer prayer. Okay, but yeah, so I switched from pre med biology to um psychology. And maybe I want to say maybe that was my I was taking my first psychology class when I took when I, when I decided to seek counseling um my college but I don't really remember um but anyway it was a really great experience my therapist was really chill I think I saw him for a year or maybe two semesters like about approximately two semesters or so um but I really enjoyed the experience. I will say that one thing that I kind of thought, um, and maybe it's like a common misconception with most people who don't know much about therapy, I kind of thought that, you know, I would go to therapy and, you know, therapy would change me. Like, I would come out, you know, a brand new person. I'll be out here just really, just a, a new person. I don't know why I had this really utopic view of therapy, like what therapy would do for me. Um, this idealistic, I guess, that's, that's the word, more this idealistic view of what therapy would do for me, but I did. And I realized that, like, therapy does not change you. Like, therapy does not change you. But what it does do, what I've seen it does, what, what I've seen it do for me specifically is that it gives, it gave me the insight and, aware, and awareness to make those changes and the tools to facilitate those changes. Um, it's kind of crazy because I feel like we think we know ourselves very well. But there are just certain things, certain processes, certain patterns that unconsciously drive our behavior that we won't be aware of unless someone um, brings it to our attention. But, you know, it's not only about the awareness, but it's also about kind of knowing what to, what to do with that newfound awareness. Like, okay, so now I do know that maybe the reason why I'm so anxious is because I, you know, maybe suffered trauma as a child or whatever. I'm just making something right now. It's just not true for me. But you know, knowing that is, like, I'm sure it's helpful, but, like, what are you going to do with that information? So I think therapy kind of gives you that type of structure to kind of work through the trauma, work through the emotions, work through any type of, you know, unresolved issues you have. Um, and I think that's kind of the other aspect of therapy, the awareness and also the tools to facilitate the change that you need in your life. So it's both things. Um and a therapist is definitely going to, you know, a good therapist is going to work at your pace. They're not going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. You know, if you're not ready for a change, they're not going to force you to change. They're going to help you where you're at. And I think it's something important to understand. Like, if you see a therapist that's trying to force you to do something, force you to kind of, you know, change your life, um, they're probably not the right one for you. Because, I mean, like, they can't, they shouldn't be trying to enforce any of their morals, any any type, any type of their values on you. And they shouldn't be trying to force you to change when you're not ready to change. And so just kind of really finding someone that really understands you for you and accepts you for you. I know that there are a bit of Christian listeners on this podcast. Um, you know, I, I, I support I support Christian counselors, Christian therapists. If you want to find someone who is of the same religion as you, the same denomination as you, go for it by all means. You do you, boo. Um but, you know, I, I found that even with my therapist that isn't religious, the fact that she kind of understands my values, she understands my religious beliefs, and she's not judgmental is very important to me. 
that's like super important. Cause if I was to go to her and be like, you know what, uh, you know, I'm kind of struggling in my relationship with God. And she was like, God, girl, what are you doing? God, don't be talking about God to me. Like God is not real. Like I'd be like, listen, Oh girl, you're not the one for me. Cause I got to go. So I think just find someone that really kind of understands you for you and accepts you, the whole you, the flawed aspects of you is just literally one of the most important things. So yeah, I'm obviously an advocate for therapy. I think with the right therapist, the sky is the limit. Um, I will be leaving some resources, some information in the description box, show notes. I don't know the proper terminology. Little place where the podcast information is at. Um, I believe with some resources there in case you want to know more about kind of how to find um, a provider um, and just some other information that might be helpful to you all if you're looking, looking into therapy. I hope you enjoy this episode. Please rate and comment and rate, comment. Well, can you comment on this? I'm going to comment. I think this is YouTube locate, but please rate and share this episode. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.